1: Hello and welcome to the Half Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined this week by Tom and Donny. How are you doing, Tom?
2: I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing, Donny? Yeah,
1: I'm fine, thank you. Good, good. Right, only a couple of these podcasts to go for the end of the season, so they will be coming thick and fast. We will go to our league first. We have a new leader, Jack Kern, with our 63 points this week, takes him top above conquering lines, so that's still a bit of... Give a go there. I think the top two between Jack Kern and Robbie Dempsey. The other, I think, the two behind that maybe just too far back. A few game to go. Uh, go to our scores this week and rank. So I'll go first. um sixty six points this week, so pretty decent. That's two and a trot for me. Uh, Gordon for seven, Clark for two, Ralston two, Ramsey seven, Gordon one, Furuhashi three, Captain Thergy twenty four, Inspired Choice Mackay four, Maeda five, Sakala nine, Henry two. The only no one I well, missed on the bench was Tavenier for free, maybe over Goblin, but that's it. Like six points, so 2 1 six in the overall rank. So just keep back inside, maybe the top 200 with three games left to go. And it got me through and a half hour fantasy podcast cup. Also, Donnie. <laughs> that's
3: a wee dig there because you know I never got through. Um, so my 61 points wasn't enough um, to beat Barracuda, 62. but... He's top of the Mega League, so it's fair enough losing to somebody like that. So I had Gordon and Goals for seven, Tav for three, Taylor for two, Clark for two, Ralston for two, Ramsey for seven, uh, Captain Fudahashi for six, Mackay for Vice Captain Ferguson for 17, Hendry got me two, and Sakala got me nine. So that was 61 all out. So that takes my global score to 2119. Which is up three places to 14th. I'm only nine points off the top 10. So, you know, hopefully I can, I can get inside that top 10. That would be a, a good achievement. Should be the aim, yeah, if you years left to go. Right, Tom, yourself?
2: Yeah, I got 54 points. Uh, Clark and Goal got me two. Backline of Tav got me three. Harry Clark got me two. Carter Vickers two. Uh, Vice Captain Gordon got me one. Uh, midfield Furuhashi got me three. Captain Ferguson 24. Uh, Mackay got me 4, up front Sakala 9, Henry 2 and Mullen 2 uh, My overall rank is 263 and I got a red arrow Okay, right
1: so we just mentioned our fantasy podcast cup or HHFFP cup for short hashtag, uh, if you fill the cup you'll see it on my Twitter page, the results were up for round 3, the result the draw is out for the quarterfinals. that will be scale meet. so all are 8 guys left so I believe it's Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. I met a jump with the last week, I think it was this time, but so next 10 days we should have a winner. And also, you might have seen me a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, on Twitter. I was mentioning a meetup in Glasgow for the people who do fantasy football Scotland and want to play. I am now offering slightly my DMs for a number count because I'm going to organise it soon. So if you're interested, tentative dates would be the last week in July, the first week in August, because that is when the fixtures the season start next year because the World Cup things are slightly moved, so if I get numbers first, people are interested, then I'll try to work out a date that suits the majority obviously, I'm not going to say that people might people going to holiday and stuff like that, and we might stretch it to the first second week in August, but that'll become more apparent when I get the numbers and can I get feedback so again, if you're interested this couple of weeks, DM me and I'll put you on a list and I'll get it all sorted right, we will move to uh results for the week so up first. So on a Saturday, the third of April, we had Aberdeen one Dundee nil, Dundee one Motherwell nil, Hearts Nil, Ross County nil, Livingston 1, Hibs nil, St. Johnson nil, St. Mill one, one nil's a plenty, clean sheets are plenty. And on a Sunday we had Celtic one,
2: Rangers one. So off you go, Tom. Um, yeah, so quite a game week this week. I think it's kind of been against the trend. I think previous game weeks have had a lot of goals was not so many this week. I think if you picked the right defenders, you probably would have done quite well. Um, first fixture up is Dundee United 1, Motherwell nil. Levitt with the goal assist from Mark McNulty. Um, Dylan Levitt, he's kind of flown under my Um He's had three goals in the last five game weeks. However, he's got Celtic and Rangers up next, so maybe it's not the time to jump on him now. In terms of Motherwell, uh, Ross Tierney looked the most likely to score for them with two shots on target. And he also hit the woodwork as well. Um, he's only started the last two games, and he also scored the last game week against Rangers as well. Two point nine million mid. Um, his final fixtures are Ross County, Hearts, and Celtic. So maybe worth getting involved for the bench trick, but you know, maybe not.
1: What's your thoughts, Peter? I myself because uh, I was I'd Levitt in my team up until the last minute. It was between Levitt and Henderson for Hibbs, And I think it was the fixtures after that game week it threw me off. I went, right, I'll go for and obviously, as luck with that, the one I wouldn't go for Levitt scored. But in the grand scheme thing things, it didn't really matter, because I wanted to, it was for a whole cup differential, because I think me and Fitball John quite a close-looking team, so I was trying to go something different. Worked out a captain the right player, and he went a different way, so I got for that way. So, i okay, learn uh, Henderson now, who probably will just bench trick to the end of the season. Mm-hmm.
3: Good morning. Uh, so we've got Van Veen was still out suspended. He should be back for the next game week. Um, I thought the boy Tierney from Motherwell had a really good game. Um, he was unlucky um, at the start. He'd hit the post um, and they had some chances later on. Woolery as well hit the crossbar for Motherwell, but they've just not got any luck at the moment. Um, yeah you mentioned Dundee United i have got Rangers and Celtic um, up next so it's going to be quite hard to back them Motherwell have got a big game at Ross County um, if you fancy um, backing them but as I've said in weeks gone past it's probably Van Veen's your only man um, that you'd want to back there um, so both of these teams are not really doing it for me just with the way that the fixtures lie and that's just you know, part of the top six
2: yeah uh, on the next fixture 0-0 Uh, Hearts, Ross County Sims was benched again Kingsley was back but he only made it to the bench and wasn't subbed on Uh, Boyce missed a couple of big chances in this game They've got Settlick up next then Motherwell, then Rangers I'm starting to wonder if it's worthwhile maybe coming away from Hearts attackers Ross County, no goals post split um, but they were playing against Settlick and Hearts um, so perhaps they could come alive in the final three fixtures They've got Motherwell at home next Rangers away and then Dundee United at home. Still all to play for between Hearts, Dundee United and Ross County. And maybe the most obvious pick would be jumping on Charles Cook, considering he's still got the Golden Boot to play for. Um, thoughts on that, Donnie? Will we, you trade in your Hearts for Ross County?
3: Uh, I don't know if I'd do a direct swap like that. But I thought Ross County were pretty lively watching the game. Um, they had some good opportunities, but they didn't really create anything. I thought Hearts were quite flat. Um, but you know, McKay had a quiet game, although he did pick up a bonus point. I've got Sims, so to see him benched again, um, is concerning. Um, i would definitely look to to move him on. Uh, Ross County, I've got Motherwell up next. Um, so if they are to clinch that European berth, that's going to game that they, they need to target. It's just the fact that they've dried up on goals. Like you say, Charles Cook, if ever there was a time to step up, and um, this weekend would be it. Um Hearts, as we've said, they've got Celtic and Rangers two out of the next three games. and the cup final, Lumen, they'll want to rest and protect as many players as possible. For those that have got Gordon in goals, you might want to swap them out this week because I can't see Celtic not scoring um, when it comes to that fixture. So Hearts is one that you maybe want to just start to back off this next couple of game weeks um, through fixtures and rotation. Ross County, it's they're a hard one to back, I'd probably just stay away. But if you get lucky, then well, well done.
2: Mm-hmm. Peter, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, mostly with Donny there. I think Harts did look a bit, I don't know, maybe this starting to be bit on the beach mode. If you did back or defend, double de- Harts defence, and well done, because it off this week. But I would now be coming off a of double defence, because as Donny said, two of the next threes against the two top teams. So I think it's worth it. Ross County still in the hunt. We've done, we've done United and Rotherham for, for Europe, I suppose. So, it's Doris it's a big game next week. It depends who you think is going to fall back them. I don't think there's any wrong reason. They're both can of even match teams. I do think it's funny with the Sims we Hearts thing. When they're in the press, kind of talk them up, try to sign them for next season, hope he comes back, but then they keep benching them. So, I don't know if they've either come like him back himself if he's not really guaranteed the first-team football. It's a bit of a, a weird situation. I thought it would be all out get to play him, but I suppose it is what it is. Uh, I think Charles Cook could be a punt for the next couple of weeks maybe but I think it's just like a who would you fancy for the game next week and that's how you're probably back in your own gut My game is going to do it Ross Cook is to do it and maybe take a punt either way
2: yeah I think you're kind of playing for the short term now um, Aberdeen 1 Dundee FC 0 uh, Ferguson penalty big haul for those that captained him as he also got the three bonus points as well and the penalty was won by Johnny Hayes Ramirez looked a bit better in this game, but again, failed to score. I think probably for now, Ferguson's own, the Aberdeen player I'm interested in. In terms of Dundee, um, I like think Donnie mentioned him last week, a bit of a dead duck. Uh, I think I'm, I've got Mullen myself, probably going to move off him. Um, who on? Who I'm going to move on to, I'm not too quite sure yet. Peter, what's your thoughts on the Aberdeen-Dundee fixture? Uh.
1: I mean, Dundee are, are gone. I, Aberdeen have you know, just, that same, pretty much, that seems secure. They're, they're not going to get caught now. That same seven, seven, eight, eight points clear with three games to go. They're not getting caught now. The only danger is now, is, I mean, I've got two Aberdeen players. I had kept Ramsey and Ferguson because of the fixture. I think Ferguson is just a, it's a stay in the team. He's only danger of the penalty. Captain, because I didn't Captain did no third game. That looked like the most plum fixture otherwise and it worked out okay. Uh, Ramsey probably keep, but I wouldn't be surprised when I see Aberdeen just kind of slip away into nothing the next last couple of games they're safe. I think there'll be a lot of turnover in the summer in that team. Dundee also. I'm assuming a lot of managers here will have either no man no player or one player on maybe a punt, get rid. They're done and that's
3: pretty much it I think. Yeah, so Ramsey and Ramirez both back into the team. I've got Ramsey so I was quite pleased with that one. Um, as we seem to mention every week, Ferguson's the, the main man, the driving force in that team. I don't know if you saw the game, but he tried to score straight from kickoff.
0: Um, no, I didn't wasn't, see that.
3: That, <laughs> wasn't that far off. Um, I've seen it done before, um, but yeah, it was, it was a speculative effort. Again, Dundee started well, but couldn't get anything from their chances. Um, Bizarrewind had a few half chances, um, but nothing came to it. Aberdeen's starting to play like Rangers, um, by that I mean they're getting penalties every week. Um, so Ferguson tucking it away so anyone who captained or vice-captained got all the points there and I think with the the lack of goals this weekend um, that was very much at a differential I think you both captained them is that right? Mm -hmm. I I, I vice-captained them so at least I got the majority of the points back there Uh, we didn't learn anything new from Dundee stay away from them Ferguson the main man but if you've got Ramsey probably hang on to him he got a bonus point as well so Doing what he used to do, so and um, that's about it. Good, Aberdeen's second win of the year, so well done.
1: <laughs> Can't help, I think. Yeah. Also, he's the like to be a 3 move to Liverpool in the summer. Remember yeah, if I've if seen if that. that over FPL Twitter. I meant to be going there, so that's not a bad move for a ladder, three-moy move down there. I don't think he'll be back up straight away, obviously, but I think he if
3: he keeps on going the same trajectory, he's going, he'll be far away for the first team in a couple of years. Yeah. it's about add-ons and stuff for a team like Aberdeen and get as much money as possible Ferguson's probably going away as well so be a lot of changes next season
2: Yeah. Uh, St Johnston nil, St Mirren 1 um, Kilty with the goal assist came from Grieve. not a single shot on target for St Johnston I at least thought they would keep a clean sheet in this fixture but alas not the case uh, the remaining three fixtures are Livingston, Aberdeen and Hibbs um Livingston, as we know, have got goals in them. Um, Aberdeen and Hebs, maybe less. So, Hendry's kind of went off the boil. He's another striker. Maybe looking at an alternative there. Um, in terms of St Mirren, now that they've scored a goal, I'm probably not going to go overboard. Uh, though they do have Dundee FC next. Um, could be tempted to have a one week punt on maybe Greg Kelly or Curtis Main, perhaps. Um, Alex Grieve assisted the goal um, but missed a, a chance on goal himself Peter Tom <laughs> uh, I'm really, to really
1: disappointed St Johnson because I, I thought they would come out in this relegation battle and the all fines so have tripled up on them and they've been really really poor nearly as bad as Dundee if not they Dundee are a worst team uh, I mean, it's, now it's an easy transfer for the next couple of ones that we're we'll getting into St. John's players, one after another. It's, as you say, they didn't have any fight. I always say St. Man looked like the worst team in the league, even though they weren't, they weren't bottom, they looked like the worst team. And that result, we had to, to show that tiny bit more. We wanted it more. They were more attacking, not greatly, but more attacking, and they've probably got themselves safe now, a few games to go. So, mm-hmm. St. John's another dead rubber. I think they might be quite lucky that it's, or unlucky, that it's a broth they could be playing in the Playoff. I don't know. Actually, I've actually fancied fancied Jones over to likes the bonus, but I'd voice for anyone.
3: Yep, Donny. Yeah, battle of the Saints. Um, Saint had all the chances, and don't think anyone saw that one coming. I guess the, the biggest well done was to Sports Scene managed to get ten minutes of highlights out of this game. <laughs> Is honest to God, there, there was nothing. Um, Kilty had a good finish. Kilty's the kind of guy that's going to run. Yeah, I think he did it. Run right about Christmas time, he scored and assisted and kind of um, got some points, so if you do fancy him, then again, good luck but to Johnston, I don't think they had a shot on target which for the team you know, as you say, trying to get out of that second bottom place, they've blown it now so yeah, probably time to cash in in your St Johnston assets, uh, St Mirren as I say, we didn't really learn anything new so probably just stay away from them as well
2: Yeah, um think like the last one for Saturday, then Livingston won Hibbs nil. Like St. Johnston, Hibbs also had no shots on target. Um, but did have a total of eighteen shots, so perhaps a just lack of accuracy there. Pittman at Livingston isn't doing too bad. He's had one goal and assist in his last three. Bruce Anderson didn't even make it on the bench last week after appearing on the bench the previous game week, so perhaps he's got injured again in training. Uh, looking at Hibbs, the uh, defense, I, I still kinda like um Livingston. They seem like the the bottom half team most likely to succeed in post-split. They're, they're doing quite well so far, but I won't go too much into their, their form just now. Um, Aberdeen, Dundee and St. Johnson up next. So there's a the prospect of a couple of clean sheets there. Uh, for Hibbs, uh, Harry Clark, he had a few shots on goal um, in this game. So I'm probably going to stick with him for now. In terms of Livingston assets, Forrest... Um, Still isn't starting for Livingston. I think Devlin could maybe be a decent option. We know there's prospects both ends of the pitch for him. Um, and Livingston face St. Johnston, St. Mirren and Dundee. And they've already had wins against Aberdeen and Hibs. So um, looking likely we we're going to load up on some of the, their assets. What do you reckon, Donny?
3: Yeah, again, not much going on in this game. Hibbs, you know, seem to shoot from distance and not really create much chances in the box. Um, but again, it was good end-to-end stuff. Nice goal and um, cut back and a finish from Pittman, who, like you say, is starting to come on to form. Uh, Forrest, who I sold, came on as a sub and nearly scored. So it's like, thankfully, he didn't. But the Hib- yeah, the Hibs assets probably hold. I think, Everyone in the game seems to have Clark, stick with him. Um, but it's Livingston who've probably got the best run. Um Devlin, Fitzpatrick, Pittman and all are all guys that um have a bit of form about them. So um with the games that they've got, that's probably where you want to look.
1: Peter? Yeah, probably the biggest take most can probably admit to is not even entertaining Livingston players in this uh wild card, and they've probably been the best since then. Moving not. maybe they do, they do rotate a lot and have a lot of the goals get shared about, but I mean, my defender should be probably in there now that it's a bit late. Maybe they can make a point now when they've had their clean sheets. But at the same time, I think Cabs don't look too bad. I mean, if you've got them, I'd probably keep them. The Frickers so the don't look too bad. If you've got them, players, I'd keep them as well. I wouldn't be rushing off them. I mean, it just gives you a wee differential over everybody else. So, it's just as much that much as I think both these teams are just... I'm not in a rush to get a dare and a rush to get any of them in either, so that's, that's just a prayerful preference, I think, when it
2: comes to this. Mm-hmm. And the final fixture of the game week, Selic won, Rangers won. Um, Yota got the goal for Selig with an assist from Maeda. Uh, Rangers, it was Sakala with an assist from Kent. It was a game of two halves, as the old cliche goes. Celtic uh, had the most chances in the first half. Yota continues to, to troll us for those that uh, got rid of him on the wildcard. Um, Maeda, he could have had a couple of goals as well as the assist in the first half second half it was a bit more about Rangers, they obviously equalised Sakala doing well in the absence of Roof and Morelos, seems to be assured of starts so looks like a season keeper for now at least um, no pens for Tav um, but I'm maybe considering going back to, to Bassi and going double up on the Rangers defence, you can maybe talk me an hour out of that one Um but now the tie's over. Both teams have favourable fixtures until the end of the season. So if you've not already tripled up, now's probably the time to do so. Donnie?
3: OK, so the, the fantasy player inside of me would have rather it was stayed 1-0. Um, bizarre. Um, but obviously as a Rangers fan, I'll, I'll take the draw. Um, as you say, it was a game of two halves. Uh, so it's five times they've played now this season. On even, even two wins each and a draw. Rangers have obviously got a bigger game This week, trying to reach another European final. So, see how that one pans out. Kent was unlucky. Um, I've said in previous pods, he does like an old firm Um, and a a good effort saved by heart. Uh, Rangers started the game really well, um, but like a lot of games this season, um, they lost the first goal. Um, I should say, Jota, he's he's having a good end of the season. Um, He's probably the man that I want to get in, but. Just have to work around it. Do you think Settlake will sign him permanently? I
1: I they
3: supposedly say he wants to uh, stay. I know they say they are. How much is that going to cost? 6.3, is that right, Tom? That's yeah, it's not bad. It's a, it's a decent amount uh, for a guy who has capabilities. Uh, Mieda um, kind of reminds me of Kenny Miller, a guy that needs about five or six chances before he'll score. Um, just a bit unlucky. Second half, Rangers were much, much better. Um, Rain, Rangers' Twitter was exploding with Sakala, you know, get him out, not that a Rangers player? Blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, he, he slots one away and he's he's the best thing since sliced bread. But I thought Stark again, looked a bit sluggish in the second half. You know, when you know, both, both recent games, Rangers have really got at them um, and they seem to struggle. Um, so that's... I suppose it's the end of the season, and you know they have gone unbeaten for a long time, but it would still be a worry, um, something for them to work on. Rangers were just unable um, after the equaliser to to create a, another chance and, and get the winner. Uh, one point of interest was that with seven substitutions and a goal in the second half, Celtic really under pressure, and lo and behold, we get two minutes of added on time. <laughs> Com- compare that to the cup semi final. The second period of extra time, 15 minutes of play, Celtic getting beat, and we've got four minutes of added on time. Oh, fill me up, Donnie, fill me up. <laughs> <laughs> so for Celtic, uh, Jot and Kyogo um, seem to offer the best value. Um, it, it's the balance. If you, if you do do that, um, you'll lose out in the double defence, which is something I'm on. But So it's whether the double defence in the long run is going to be better than those two put together. I'll just have to wait and see. For Rangers, I think Sakala still offers value up front. Uh, if Roof does come back, it'll likely be for Thursday. Um, and then he's probably going to get dropped and rested. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be fully fit. Um, I know last week, the first leg of the Europa game, he opted not to play Sakala at all, when he was really the only recognised striker. Um, he went with Wright and Uribe, um in the more forward position. So whether he doesn't fancy Sakala, in the European games. and um, we'll just have to wait and see. So I think you could probably hold Sakala um for the United game and double defence, not a bad option. Um Gold Simbasi would be your, your go to's um because you'll have Balogun, um Barasic um in, in there as well, which could, could be rotational. But um that an alright game, finish one one. I mean Selk would have wanted the win, but um I'll take the draw.
1: Me? yeah. Hey, I yeah. just watched the game fantasy-wise and Celtic fan-wise I'm a chance me made because that was like my differential I had a lot of people have got with team and I was like just slightly sort of setting one in the one in the header. and I'm scoring going that would just be me definitely taking the nice rank up the green arrow but obviously with, uh, with the one each does help me fantasy-wise because obviously it's a clean sheet right to it for both teams and I knew a lot of people doubled up either way so I've got to take that with the good with the bad because uh, I benched in here and I was very Intentionally benched them. Hope it It did work out in the long run. So, uh, I'm doubling up back-rounders, I think, this week, defence-wise, done United, I think it's a good fixture for them at home. Uh, Donny can of mentioned who he would
3: bring in there. I
1: mean, Donny Barasic, would you say
3: Barasic's too much risk rotation to bring in? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Goldson's the best option. Um, they throw him forward in the later stages of games so if they're struggling. Um, so he, he does have an attacking threat as well. I just think uh, of of the back four. That's probably the position because Bassey can play out there as well. If you're going to take Balogun into centre half, Bassey moves out wide and Barisic loses out. So um, I would probably stick with, with one of those three if you're going to go defence. Okay. Uh, Celtic
1: wise, obviously you mentioned Tom like I think of the Jota and the team at one point and he was quiet before the split, so we all well camped them out and then since then he's been basically on fire for Celtic. So as it is what it is. You've been him for a few So it worked last week, didn't work this week. So I'll just need me to see. We will get LA team news for Celtic game this week. It's a 12 o'clock kickoff on Saturday. So I'm not planning any Celtic transfers. It would stay as is. But if the team's completely different, then i would probably have to burn one on it. And if not, to will just stay as is. Uh, I wouldn't be coming off any of the Rangers players. If we've got Sakala, Donnie said, I think. Ruth will be coming back for the European game. I don't think the rest two games a week. It's too much. So back in next week again, hopefully. Eh, I would be double up on your defence, st- sticking with the same three players. They're now playing at the end of the season. I expect full-strength teams near enough. So if you've got six players in, or you've not got six players, get to your six players, you can go to the end of the season. Yep. Set so that's us? That's us. Right. So before Donnie goes into his deep dive section, there's a question related to it. So I'll ask to see the question first, Donnie. And a funny one will hold it as your opposition through the... The cup. Barracuda, number one in the mega league. How much rotation? Two minutes. How much rotation do you expect in the last few rounds provided? Many teams don't have much to play for anymore. So it's not us what team we've got to play for. So
3: Yeah, so I'll do form first. and um, just so we can get an idea of the teams that are playing well, not playing well. So we've only had two games uh, within the split. and um, there's only one team that's won both of those games um, in the split. Can you guess who they are, Peter? I think so. Tom? Yep, Levy. Yeah, so Levy are the only team with a 100% record and uh, won both their games. Probably two of their hardest games as well uh, with the teams there. And the flip side to that is there's one team out there that's lost both of those games. Um Tom, any guesses as to who that is? Uh,
2: Dundee? No, No, they, they,
3: drew. <laughs> they drew. They, <laughs> was, uh,
2: they drew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I will you, I guess. What's Motherwell?
3: Yeah, Motherwell, Motherwell lost both their games. <laughs> well done. So we'll look at the top six. Uh, Celtic still riding high. They need four points from the last three games to secure the title. Uh, two of those are at home, so I can't imagine any issues um, from, from either of those fixtures. If Hearts can do something um, this weekend, then it would set up for a nervous run in. But I would expect Celtic to, to see out the season and um, win the league at Tanner and um, which I grind Rangers have had a lot of joy in over the years. Uh, Rangers, all they can do is keep winning. And realistically, the two cups offer them the best chance of success. The second leg of the Europa League is up next for them. The trail 1 0, um, but Rufin Ramsey. Are um, possibly coming back into contention there. And I'm sure everyone on the podcast wished them well and hopes they get to the final. Yep, team
1: coefficients.
3: <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, so, Dundee United is up next for Rangers. And I guess it you know, could be one of those games where, you know, if Rangers do lose, maybe it goes to extra time, then United could capitalise. And um, they've got a lot of youngsters in their team, could could give Rangers the around. Um, They have caused us problems in the past. Um, Double defence is the the standard question. That's probably where I'm going to go this weekend. Um, I think with the fixtures they've got left, they should still have enough there. So, Hearts is the team um, in third position in the cup final. Nothing to play for. Um, This is the one that we really need to be thinking about. Um, They have gone off the boil and... Sims, as we've mentioned, is not getting a game. There's players coming in and trying to play themselves into the team like Mackay Stevens. They've had injuries at the back. Suter and Kingsley, I believe, um, trying to make the cup final. So this is the team that I'd be coming off with the fixtures that they've got. um, You probably want to start easing off of them. The last game week, 38, is the big one because that's Strangers um, Hearts and both teams could make loads of changes. Mm-hmm. The benefit that you'll have there is you'll, you'll see the team use. In fact, both two out of three Hearts games, you'll see the team use, um, so you can make your decisions there. As I've said, Gordon, for those that have got him, you probably want to rotate him. He should have a, a, a second goalie to go to, um, and that's what I'll be doing this weekend, um, is switching him out. You've then got the battle for Europe, Dundee United, Ross County and Motherwell. So it's United that have made the first move. They've opened up a three-point gap to Ross County, four points to Motherwell. Um, However, they do play Rangers and Celtic next. So um, if you are going to take a risk on them, just be mindful of that. Ross County, as I said in the previous week, I thought they would set up quite defensively against Hearts, but the fact that they're not scoring um, would be my main concern. They do have two home games um, against their rivals out of the next three games. So, if they are to do anything, that's the one that you want to do. Motherwell, as we've just mentioned, they've lost two out of two. Um, so, in terms of form, they're bang out of form. But they should have Van Veen back. And if you really want to take a punt, then that's somebody that you could um, hang your hat on. So, as it stands, United and Ross County would qualify for Europe with Motherwell just missing out. I don't Personally, I don't see that changing. Uh, between now and the end of the season, I think those teams will finish where they are. Anything I've missed, uh, Tom? I don't think so. Peter, anything to add to that?
1: See, between fourth and fifth, that's the difference around in Europe, isn't it? They both play come in a later stage, is that right?
3: Yeah. Um so it's the conference qualifiers, either the third round or the second round. So again, it's it's extra games. It's um I to think if Ross County. Have been in Europe before, did they get in Europe?
1: They, must they won have, the Cup. They the scottish Cup. They must have done at some point. I don't think they, they lasted long, mind you,
3: before they were in. Yeah, no, they never do. Dundee United, it's been a while since they were in Europe. Motherwell, I seem to recall, have been in Europe not not long ago. Okay, so we move on to the bottom six. Uh, top of the pile, as we said, two out of two in the last two games is Livingston. And they've got some really good fixtures as well. Um, and this, for me, is the team that you want to target. Anderson, um, as Tom mentioned in the, in the game breakdown, he wasn't even in the squad, and he's down as injured on the apps. So we just have to probably assume that's his season over. There's not enough time to come back. Uh, they're always good defensively, so you've got a Hearts defender or a St. Johnston defender, and um, you, you could look to make the switch there. Hibbs next. I thought the the game week before when they had the win. Um that was then back on track, but losing at the weekend just shows what a big job the new manager has got. I've not really seen any change in who's going to get that position. I think Roy Keane's out the window now, so be interested to see where they go. I think I saw Mowbray, but I don't know. Uh, I was just
1: Mowbray today, but I guess yeah. this guy stuff.
3: Ah, that's what I thought. Um, so, yeah, they're just struggling. Melkerson, Henderson both blanked at the weekend, they both got booked as well. So, you know, the guys that took them in on a punt. Um, just getting no joy they have got Aberdeen at home next Um, as I said you can probably stick a hold of Clark um, I think once that game's out of the way um, you might see a couple of clean sheets there Aberdeen as I mentioned it was their second uh, win of the year Um, that should be enough to keep them safe and it's Ferguson doing Ferguson things Um, he's actually second uh, top point scorer now um, behind Tav um, we take a lot of guesses to, to work that one out, but it shows you what a season he's having. Um, it must be mainly through pens. I can't think of... Top two, Donny. Top two. Oh, you're head aren't you? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, proved us all wrong um, at the weekend, and they'll be safe. Um, St Johnstone's not going to catch them. Uh, as I said, guilty it might be worth the risk. But outside of that, um, I don't see any joy. St Johnston, they've blown their chances of safety. They should have enough to stay away from Dundee, um, but they just ran out of steam at the wrong time. They'll they'll need to remain competitive because they're going to have the playoffs. um, And there's some tricky teams that are playing well um, in the championship. We've got Inverness, um, who've had some good results, and Arbroath, who are obviously having a Outstanding season. Hendry's blanked in the last two game weeks now, so whether you want to look somewhere else, it's up to you. And defensively, they've got Livy, Aberdeen, Hibbs all still to play, um, which is dangerous. So rock bottom, down D, as I'm going to call them now. Um, They're done. No chance of escaping um, and just avoid. Again, Mark McGee was... You know, spitting feathers in his interview, getting asked why he subbed Charlie Adam, and just saying it's none of your business. <laughs>
0: I've
3: seen word of them um, potentially replacing him for next season, which makes you wonder why they took him in in the first place. But um, yeah, Dundee they just didn't didn't offer much this year uh, from a fantasy point of view, and be interesting to see how Comarnik doing their place. Anything else to add to that, guys? Here. Nothing else well covered, Tom. Aaron? Yeah, Tom. Yeah. no no.
2: Happy with
3: that.
1: I've got a bold prediction right now. Uh, Comanche will finish high on Aberdeen next year. The dirt McGinnis.
3: Good dude. Yeah, good dude.
1: That's how you put. It. We'll do. We'll keep back to the start of the season. when we'll actually see the rebuild, but hmm. that's a, a bold prediction off the cuff. Here. Right. Let's go to questions. One question left is from Josh McCarthy to Josh Footblog. Okay, We're gonna call that slightly, but we'll go through it again. St. John's have failed to win post-split and have three tough games coming up. Would you trying to move their assets on this game week? So, you ready to cover it? Can I, Don, let like you just irritate that point?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, they still need to remain competitive um, for the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I think if you can look to Livingston as a straight switch, that's probably going to be the, the best way to go. Be a brave person to hold on to uh, St. John's assets, but I think Livingston seems to offer value.
2: Tom? Yeah, I'm looking to move off as well, off to do it gradually. I don't think it's worth taking hits at this point. I don't think there's any players that are going to repay you um, in terms of points, so something's going to have to happen gradually over the next two or three fixtures. Yeah, that was my thoughts. Taking them out gradually, no hits for it,
1: don't be going nuts. If you've got Clark, I wouldn't be rushing to get Clark out. The keeper it occasionally come up with some bonus points for the goalkeeping, they could have an odd clean sheet out of nowhere, so... (coughs) <coughs> I'm tripled up so I'm going to do Gordon but I'll get to that next bit in the transfers uh, and that is it so fixtures for next week like I mentioned we we'll have got one a kickoffs on a Saturday we'll see you Celtic Hearts team news at 12 o'clock and then we'll get Hibs Aberdeen Livingston St. Johnson Ross County, Motherwell then Dundee FC is Tom used to say and on Sunday we'll get Rangers Dundee United so having said that Tom what is your
2: thoughts for captain vice-captain transfers this week um, probably back onto the, the usual Rangers players. Captain Tav, I think. Uh, vice-captain. I um, have to see the select lineup. Probably vice-captain, maybe Carter Vickers. Something like that. Transfers? Transfers. Um, Liam Gordon out. Maybe going to go for in or Bassey. I've got two transfers, so I don't know if I'm going to use both. Probably will. Um might just... Switch defenders since we've had a defensive game week. Knee-jerky.
3: <laughs> Thoughts, Tony Captain, vice-captain transfer? I think purely because of the team news situation, I'll probably go heavy on Celtic. Um, because the league title's on the line, I think this is a game where they can um, sweep hearts away. So depending on how they line up, I've got Arfield um, in my midfield at the moment. He's not doing anything. So I could do a straight swap, Jota in for him, and then I'd have to lose um, probably Taylor for Goldson um, would be my other change. So it's likely that I'll have to take a minus four to get that, but I think my team overall does get better from it. Captain, vice-captain, will probably be Kyogo Jota. Jota Kyogo be be something like that, I thought, if they're both playing. Do
1: you not fancy Rangers to run right in Sunday
3: now? Europe just too much a differential, I Wait to see Thursday. I think just this- Purely based on team news, you kind of have to to back Celtic. Uh, Rangers can do anything this season. I think they've already shown that they could have a great game blow down the United away, or we could lose the first goal and struggle to get back into the game. I, you know, doing what I'm going to do would let me have two Rangers defenders, so probably is going to um, you know put me in a situation where I do back my own team. I just think Celtic can put out a statement. Uh, they could probably win the league if Rangers don't win against United. Would that be right? You can
1: win all games, yeah.
3: If, if they blow hearts away, um, then that sets them up. They'll either win the league or have the, the game against United mm-hmm. to do it. So at the end, I think it's just purely because you'll see the team news and um, you can you know hang your hat on Kyogo Jota having good games. You've talked about it. I was Captain Tav originally, but now you're two easy <laughs>
1: The other team uses one. I just don't like. I do think we just totally win quite comfortably Sunday against United. Vice captain was on Kyogo, but his minutes getting managed. We know he's only getting an hour, then he's coming yeah, off. So that. if he does not didn't do in the first hour, then you're like right, well. So I might a tough one because I was vice captain Sakala, but then he may not be guaranteed to be playing. Uh, I think just do what you've said and go for the whole... You see the L-team <laughs> news, you see who's playing, play it safe, and then, like you said, the one, the game, the league's pretty much sold up, so should be just... it should go to blow them away, I think. I'll make it on that. But I'll, I think I'll wait till Thursday night as well so sure you has gone, because if he's has through, then I think he's a point on Sunday, so... Mm-hmm. I, I, and if but if it goes to the 120 minutes and you get through, then I think you make be tired because I've played a lot of these games back-to-back, so on my case, I just have to wait and see if I make any permanent decisions. And My transfer will be Gordon out for probably Goulson. Safe, double defence at the end of the season because I am going to bench boost game week 37. i look at the fixtures, I'll look at my team set Thirty eight 38's to risky, I think. Celtic, Rangers play hearts, you are make a lot, of, a lot of rotation but on the game week 37 they're both at home. No, well, who's got? i see, we'll see the team
3: used though, you'll see all the, you see.
1: I see Wednesday games into it.
3: Yeah, the only that's Hibs Dundee next week is on the Tuesday, and then everything else is on the Wednesday. So you're at risk, just, a, uh,
1: just because Celtic's done the, the way Rangers got Ross County at home, so it's two favorable fitters, I think, for my majority of my team. And in game mm. week 38, obviously, if Celtic's going to win the league, I think it'll be a rotation. Rangers have a cup game after Hearts game, there could be a rotation, so I could be bench boosting and having three or four players not playing.
3: Yeah, I would probably recommend to everyone just rolling that rolling midweek. And then you'll have two transfers uh, for game week 38. That probably seems a sensible way to do it. Um, yeah, again, that chip I
1: mean, but Bench business to go. I don't go work on 38. I'll need to do it at 37 to get 15 players out, I think. Risky. Well, that. we'll see. Listen. For that. <laughs> I'm still in the cup. That's my wee chip. If I get to 17, they're on Right, that is us wrapped up and finished up. Uh, so once again I'll say the half hour fantasy cup I for the plane we're down to the last day So on my twitter account I know he's not in it he's a board now because I'm tweeting it and you're not in it but that's just the the breaks I'm still in it so I'm still going to boast about it uh, again if you're interested in the Glasgow meetup uh, DM me and I'll take note I won't do any what you call it, deposit season sorted it. it's ages away yet so it will be I'll mention again it will be the end of July potential start of August once I get names and numbers in, I will then potentially book
3: it. So before I go, i get your plugs in, Donny. Uh, yeah, just DonnyRob77 on Twitter. I'll just add to that that although I am out of the cup, I am the only person on the pod to win a cup this season. So you've that got was, a lot to play pretty, up to. Cool. <laughs> oh, hang out. We're going to get away with that one. <laughs> Tom? Yeah,
2: I'm at FFS underscore Twitter. I believe... Do- Tom was the one that's got the
1: other so far in the Cup. You got to a all finals or films at one of the Cups? I believe. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Totally maybe when right to start, right the Guffrey. I will check. I think you did. I think you got quite far and then you got bombed down. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It doesn't really matter, does it? It's all glowing. <laughs> right, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Probably the same time as usual. We'll try to work on what we'll do next week because there's two podcasts. I'm sure we can copy something, even if a couple of us can make it for the second one. <laughs> And we will see you next week. Right, guys? Say goodbye.
3: Bye-bye. Bye.